Sitting here with David Howard Thornton. Yeah, how you yeah. doing? How you, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. We're over here now. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, thank you so much for making this easy. Oh, like, no problem. It was like last Friday. It's like, I, you know, because I followed you on Twitter and then I, I, I just, I commented on something. Just like, dude, like... I can't DM you because you don't follow me, but I'd love to have you on my podcast. Like, 30 seconds later, you're like, yo, I just added you. Hit me up. Like, sounds good. And within, like, two hours, I think it was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning on Friday night, we made this. <laughs> it was, like, set up and done yeah. and easy. So, which is kind of cool because we will get into Art the Clown. Yeah. We he's will. there. He's there. Uh, he's, he's there. I'm, it's bugged out because two nights ago... My girlfriend Nikki over here was the first time that she watched it. Oh. So we're sitting here, so we're sitting here right now with Art the Clown, and it's kind of bummed out because yeah. the real person, obviously, you're playing a character that's completely night and day. You know? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. So um, we will get into Art the Clown and Terrifier and all of that stuff. But... Um, <laughs> Which is incredible, which is an awesome throwback to old school stuff that I grew yeah. up watching. So I just wanted to know, like I said to you before we started recording, I don't do the Tom Snyder, Barbara <laughs> Walters interview. You know what I mean? How does this make you feel? Yeah. Yeah, so what were you... Yeah, so like what... No, but like, of course, obviously there's a couple of questions, but I don't have a sheet of paper with a list of things that I'm going to ask you. Yeah. But I do want to know... I do want to know a little bit more, if you're willing to, about you. Yeah. Like, you know, where you grew up, stuff like that, and then we can get into maybe your influences if you were into horror movies and stuff. So let's... All right, obviously you're from Mobile, Alabama. No, not Mobile. <laughs> Huntsville. Huntsville, Huntsville. Right. Yeah. So what was that like? And then, like, can you, can you kind of paint the picture for the people who are listening... So, like, how you wound up here in the story? Of yeah, it's it's quite the journey. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah, I was yeah I was born in uh, Huntsville, Alabama. It's uh, born to like a uh, family of like a bunch of teachers and engineers. My dad worked for NASA for about 40 years. Really? Yeah, yeah. My mom was a special oh, so, ed teacher, and so that's the me, so. that's the Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, we're a bunch of a family of space cases in a lot of ways. So. I'm not mad at that. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, my mom's dad was like on the original Von Braun team that uh, helped start NASA. Like my my grandfather was like basically the military's expert in explosives and like rockets and everything like that. Really? So like when they brought all the Germans over with Operation Paperclip, he teamed up with um, Von Braun and they started what became NASA together. Really? So yeah. But my grandfather stayed with uh, the military. He, like, Von Braun's like, please, please come over to NASA. And, like, we'd love to, like, have you. He's like, no, I gotta stay with the military. I'm a military man. He always regretted that decision. Because, I mean, he probably could have been, like, one of the head ups, like, heads of NASA eventually or something like that. He was wow. brilliant, brilliant man. Brilliant man. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and here I am killing people. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. But, I'm like, we had a lot of, like, musicians and stuff like that in my family. Like, my grandmother was, like, a professional singer, and she actually gave up a life of, actually, she she was asked to go tour on the road with, like, one of the big, like, music groups back in, back in the day. But she's like, no, I want to get married and have kids and stuff like that. So, really? So I, I like to think, of, like, I kind of took up her mantle all these years later on. Oh, okay. Like so it's a very creative family, man. Yeah, and, yeah. And smart. I mean, you're talking about space. Yeah. NASA. 
Science, bitches. Yep, science, bitches. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, wow. And so, like, yeah. I mean, like I said, we had a lot of creative people in my family. So, like, I grew up doing, um, <coughs> sorry. That's all right. Grew up doing like uh, church theater of all things, which is definitely a far away from plays about Jesus now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little, a little bit. Yeah, so yeah, like my my mom and dad used to do a lot of the church theater, and they got me into doing it, and I had fun doing that. And then you know, but I was how like, old were you at this at this time? Like I was like down down maybe like south. three years old, starting Oof. doing all that kind of stuff. But the I was also a little jock as a kid too. I was like playing soccer for like seven or eight years and doing like t-ball and taekwondo and all that kind of stuff okay. and then like kind of fell out doing that because i was like i was doing a lot of singing and stuff like that and i was really shy because when i got to middle school i was like really short i was like five foot basically like scrawny little nerd glasses and braces high-pitched voice because i i was a late bloomer so i didn't hit puberty till i was like 16 really so i was like boy soprano so like in alabama where everything's all about football yeah. i was an like easy target so i got bullied like mercilessly really? like middle school and i was like i was so unhappy and my mom's like you know because I, I was at home and i was always like joking around doing weird characters and stuff like that and she's like yeah. have these kids at school ever seen you like this? I'm like, yeah. no, they won't let me. They, yeah. won't, they won't let me be myself or anything like that. So she's like, well, why don't you, like, <coughs> sorry, get involved in, like, local theater or something like that or, like, try out for, like, the, the, the plays there at school and stuff like that. I'm like, okay. And I, I got cast like, my first show, and it kind of just grew from there. And I was like, I discovered I can make people laugh with me instead of you know, at me. Yeah. So I was like, that kind of stopped a lot of the bullying when, like, people were like, oh, wow, you're kind of funny. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, I kind of like this. Yeah. It's like the power I have now. Is like, it's true. Yeah. It's, it's very true. Yeah, and I just started developing my wit through all that. And so it's like, when people start making fun of me, I'll just snap back at them and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, oh, crap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's, it's funny how you can turn yeah. the tables, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it just kind of snowballed from then. I started doing a lot of community theater. Went to college, but um, I didn't get a degree in theater, oddly enough. Got you didn't? No, no. I was okay. trying to be practical and pragmatic. I was like, you know, it's, theater's going to be a hard life. You know, it's like I probably can't pay for, like, all the stuff I would need for with, a, like, have a family. Yeah. Initially going in, is that something that you wanted to pursue is to become, like, a big theater star, basically? I would have loved to, yeah, yeah. But I was, I was trying to be practical and pragmatic, and I was like, yeah, I, you know, I... I could probably do theater on site, but I, you know, I come from a long line of teachers. I love children and stuff like that. So, why don't I just go into teaching? Right. So I got a degree in education, like elementary education, and okay. I mean, I loved it. But I, it was what kind of changed things for me is like I lost my mom to cancer uh, back when I was like in when I was 22. So I was about to finish up school. My mom got sick and died, and that kind of changed my whole perspective on life because like our last conversation was like. You know, she's like, don't do what you think you have to do with your life. Do right. what you want to do with your life. Because yeah. life's short. I, she's like, I don't want you to have the regrets that I have. Wow. So why don't you just go out there and do what you want to do? Yeah. She, and she didn't flat out tell me, don't teach. She right. was just like, do what you want to do. And yeah. you know, that started, like, the wheels, like, moving in my head. And I was like, for about a year or so after that, I was, like, really depressed. I was going through a very dark period. I had a lot of other things that happened in that time frame. Right. Like, in the course of a month when I went back to do my internship in the school, my dog died. Jesus. My grandmother died. I had a kid, uh, one of my friends, commit suicide. And, like, my sister married a homeless man. And I'm like whoa, while I'm trying to go do my internship and I was just like spiraling down just in depression. Yeah, it's like a perfect storm to... Yeah. Yeah. And I was like making mistakes left and right in the school, so I'm like, what is wrong with me? And I, I like just sat down and really thought about it and I'm like, what's going to make me happy? And I realized like when I was like doing story time with my children, like my, my students, I was like, I was getting more fulfillment out of entertaining them than I was getting teaching them. I'm like... Right. Huh. So I talked to my dad, and I was expecting my dad being the the engineer, being like, "Oh no, no! You've put all this money and effort and time, and this is actually a, you know stable income career path and all that." He was right. like, "I was expecting that." 
He's like, no, your mom and I always thought this is what you needed to do with your life. We just don't want to tell you what to do. Really? And I'm like, what? That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was not expecting that. Because, like, so many of my friends, they all got those kind of speeches from the parents. It's like, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, you need to be this, this. You need to be a doctor, a lawyer, this, this. Yeah. Might pick a fence, two and a half kids. Like, <clears throat> like yeah, yeah, man, just do what makes you happy. Yeah, he totally supported me. I was like, but I had a speech prepared. Yeah. I was going to give you a rousing speech. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, no, this is what we want you to, this, we always wanted you to do this, but yeah. we want you to figure it out for yourself. I'm like, well, thank you. And yeah. ever you since then, he's sacrifice like... sacrifice things, yeah, you go through stuff. And, yeah. And, and it's a risk. Everything is a risk. Yeah. So, I mean, the payoff is ridiculous. Yeah. His thing was just like, just, you know, take a year off just to get your head together finish up your degree and then go do what you want to do yeah. and that's what I did and I like did that and moved up here to New York and the rest is history how long have you been up here in New York? I've been up here about 12 and a half years now okay so yeah it takes time it yeah. takes time yeah I'm, I'm official now yeah, you're yeah. official yeah. I'm yeah, official you're gonna work now. on your accent when it comes yeah. to certain things oh man when I first moved here I stuck out like a sore thumb of course you did <laughs> I was like waving at people walking down the street just hey yeah. how are you doing hey hey yeah. hi y'all <laughs> yeah, people uh, people aren't as nice. No, no. I, I I don't know how, especially when I was on the subway, I would just talk to everybody on the subway. They're like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> and it's weird because it's like, like I'm born and raised in Brooklyn. Yeah. So it's like if I go somewhere, if we go somewhere, like whether it's in Pennsylvania somewhere or whatever, and people are like... Oh, like, hi, it's like, oh, hi, and it's like, you know, people are so nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it, like, 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 there's something wrong with that, but that's how it really should be. It's, yeah. Like, it takes you off guard. But you were just talking about, you know, like, sacrifice and stuff like that. It just made me think of something. <coughs> so I'm going to read it. Um, it says, if you're going to try, go all the way. Otherwise, don't even start. This could yep. mean losing girlfriends, wives, relatives, and maybe even your mind. It could mean not eating for three or four days. It could mean freezing <laughs> on a park bench. It could mean jail. It could mean derision. It could mean mean mockery, isolation. Isolation is the gift. All the others are a test of your endurance, of how much you really want to do it. And you'll do it, despite rejection and the worst odds. And it will be... It will be better than anything you can ever imagine. You, if you're going to try, go all the way. There is no other feeling like that. You will be alone with the gods, and not night. And the nights will flame with fire. You will ride life straight to perfect laughter. It's the only good fight there is. Bukowski. It's a great quote. It's kind of yeah. Listen, shit might go down, but yeah. if you're doing your own thing, if you get through it, yeah. The thing is, you tried. That's how I look at it. Right. You can always say you tried. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, especially growing up in like our community theater, we had a fantastic community theater. So many talented actors there. But they were all so afraid of getting outside of that protective little bubble and actually just trying to see if they could actually make it. And there were some people that were just amazing. Like, the people that I learned from that taught me what I do now. Yeah. They were so talented, but they never got out. I'm like, I always wondered, what if? And and I don't want to be one of those people one day wondering, what if? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be, yeah. I should have did that. I could have did that. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of, yeah. And they seem so miserable because they've gotten to that point in their life where they're like, they can't get out. They have kids and family, and they're like, I can't move and do all this kind of stuff now. Like, right. Yeah. I always tell my son, Who knows? So once you got so you got to New York about twelve and a half years ago. Yep. And then what did you like did you I mean, since you, you had, like, a, a background, I guess, in theater, did you try to pursue any of that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was doing that. I took classes also for voiceover work and stuff like that as well. Okay. So so I did a lot of, like, off-Broadway shows for what a while. I had, like, stuff you wouldn't even know. <laughs> or maybe the people listening yeah, to like, like, oh, <laughs> no, I might actually seen that. Yeah, it was, like, this, the, like the, probably my first big break was this off-Broadway off rock opera that I did for about a year or so. What was it? What was it called? 
was called Soul Searching. Uh, we were, I was going to say, yeah. say if, uh, don't you were going to say it was Rock of Ages. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish. God, that was yeah, awesome. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's a big break. And yeah. you might have heard of that. No, we used to like <laughs> perform at bars all over the city. The funny thing was, like, we would sometimes have an act that opened up for us. And this was, like, back in, like, 2007, 2008. Right. And there was this one girl that would, which is this blonde girl that would play piano that she opened for us one night and she, I was like man she's got a great voice and we're uh, hanging out with her afterwards you know and we're just chatting and stuff like that we got drinks with her and everything like that and uh, and I was like and I forgot about her for years and I'm like I I, I was on tour when later on with a when I toured with uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas the musical for five years like one of my friends like I was like they're all like my my roommate was a huge fan of this person he's like you and I was like I don't know I gotta I was like here watch one of her concerts just watch one of her concerts you'll respect her because she performs live does all this stuff live you know she doesn't do any canned music doesn't lip sync or anything like that I'm like okay so he got me to watch Lady Gaga one night and I'm like and when she was sitting there playing the piano, I'm like, oh, crap. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's, oh, my God, we totally just hung out with her. Like, the, she was our opening act for really? way back in, like, 2007, this wow. bar down in, like, the Lower East Side of Manhattan. I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, she's a New York yeah. Italian. Yeah. 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 And, uh, so, so the crazy is, if you put it like this, it's like Lady Gaga opened the fuck on the climb. Yeah. <laughs> how, <laughs> how surreal. That's like, crazy. I, don't, I doubt if she even remembers that night. I'm like... You never know. You never know. You, you never, never know, know, man. Like, you, you, you never know. She might, she might not, but... Yeah. I mean... If she remembers where she came from, she might yeah. actually jog her memory, and she might remember. Yeah, but I just remember that night. I was like, "Damn, she's good." I was like, "I was like, she is really good." Like, it was, yeah. but she had to do that whole persona just right. to get to stand out. Of course. Well, when you're dealing with stuff like that, <coughs> you need that that yeah. quote unquote it factor, I guess, yeah. to stand out against everybody else who's trying to do the same thing. Yeah. So. But that was like real talent there. It's like especially you don't see that that often I'm not in the music Lady industry. Gaga. People hate oh, God, no. She's like that's real talent. Know. It's real talent. Uh, yeah, I, I, compared I'm to most of the crap that's out there in the music it's industry true. now, yeah, it's just like that's real talent. Yeah, like, yeah. No, she's definitely she's definitely shown her talent. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm not a big fan of her. My first daughter. Yeah. Wait, she's like a Marilyn Manson Madonna ripoff kind of thing, but it's like when you really look at it, you're like, wow. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's, I guess, it's a good segue because we were talking on the way here. We were wondering, like, I guess we'll get to it. What, what were, like, since. Did you do anything horror related before you no. did Terrify? You no. Did? Okay. I've never done a horror, anything with horror. Well, that's, I was. Well, I never that's, imagined I would do horror. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so good. I always thought if I did horror, I would be like this smart aleck asshole that got killed off halfway through the film. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. You definitely crushed that whole entire clown thing. I will hand it to you. I'm a big critic of the horror movie. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Thank you. Like, growing up, were you a fan of all those? Because I'm 43. You're a couple years younger. Yeah, I'm 39, yeah. All right. So, it's kind of the same thing. It's that same generation. Right. Same generation. Freddy, Jason, all that, yeah. Right. So, did you grow up back in the day as a kid in the 80s? Oddly enough, no, because my mom was was so afraid. Religious stuff? Yeah, well, it wasn't the religious stuff. My mom was a big chicken when it came to art. She thought, like, the old, like, horror films, like The Haunting of Hill House back in the day, like, or the, the Fall, she thought The Fall of the House of Usher was the scariest movie she had ever seen. Wow. She thought that was a horrifying movie. And okay. so we didn't watch horror. Like, my dad would, like, watch, like, some horror films on, like, Sci-Fi Channel right. late at night. And so I'd sometimes see that. I mean, I remember, like, one time they watched Poltergeist when I was a kid because it, it came out. And it's like, oh, it's Spielberg. We'll watch this. Right. So they watched it. And I remember, like, creeping into the room and seeing, like, the whole clown scene with it. And oh, I was like, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that movie's 
how my mom got me to stay away from sitting in front of the TV. Uh, she's like, yeah. you'll get pulled in like that girl in Poultry Guys. I was like, nice. oh, no. Yeah. Nice. So I, I believed that for years. Well, I remember when I was like a little kid watching Poltergeist like overall the movie wasn't scary but there was that clown scene yeah. that was scary it's like you're the little boy in the dark room and you're looking at it yep. and it's looking back at you and you're it's a young like, kid so you get it and, and and it's also the early 80s so yeah. it's not like we're so desensitized like we are now yeah. you know what I mean so. yeah, you have to do some crazy stuff now to get people oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you have to like like, like hang a girl upside down and cut her in half right. you know? yeah, <laughs> stuff like that but I want to get we'll get to Arthur after we go through the show. Because there's some things that you just threw from me for a little bit. Yeah, which was awesome. Um, so... So yeah, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't watch horror for the longest time. It wasn't until like um, my senior year in high school. Okay, we we I was like I think it was the when I did Shining Princess of the Slender Bamboo, which is like the oldest fairy tale ever written. Really? But like it was it was right when uh Scream. No, no, no. It's when we did. I think maybe it was Christmas Carol. No, it's Aladdin. Aladdin when I did Aladdin. Because Scream 2 had just come out. Okay. And everybody's like, the cast all wanted to go see Scream 2. And I'm like, they're like, come on, Dave. I'm like, okay, fine, fine. Because <laughs> there was like a really hot girl in our cast, too. I was like, okay, fine. She's going, I, 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 I have to go. I have, <laughs> That's awesome. I, I can't chicken out, so I'll go. And I was like, this is fun. Yeah. I was, I was so I was like, oh god, I'm gonna be so. I'm like, this is so much fun. I was like, I loved. It. I was like, this yeah. is such a fun film. Yeah, horror movies are fun. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know what my mom was talking about. Yeah, but scream, <laughs> but the scream movie. But that was a nice work. intro. Yeah, I was, was gonna a say nice, that's a nice segue intro. into right because right because the scream movies they were fun and yeah, you know the first one there was a lot of joking around and yeah. stuff like that. But then there's movies like the older movies like. The Exorcist. Yeah. Which scarred me as a kid. Oh, yeah. It's like, I have a nine-year-old little girl, and I know that movie like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what she's going to say, when she's going to say it, what's going to happen, this, that, and next. So there's like three things that I won't let my daughter see, like the crucifix scene. Yeah. <laughs> nah. No. It's like, yee. And then there's certain things that she's screaming, like she's screaming to the priest that your mother sucks cocks and yeah. hell, and stuff like that. So... I kind of make a noise and like so my daughter doesn't hear that because then she starts asking me questions and I don't need to be yeah. asking. <laughs> it's like I don't want to get to but, that point right. yet. But like, but like my daughter, like like my whole point is like when I was a little kid and I saw that movie, it it did something to me for years. Yeah. But yeah. But my daughter <laughs> is like she watches it on the regular and she's just like she's not scary that she just has a yeah. potty mouth. So it's like there's a generation thing. Yeah. It's, just, it's just so much difference now. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's because horror keeps evolving. Yeah. Right. You have to yeah. keep it because people are like, they get desensitized. So you have to find new ways to scare people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, that stuff to me was scary. I'm like, that's like when I was in college, like, since I didn't have my mom around. So like my roommate and I, he, he my roommate, <laughs> Chad, oh, he was like one of my best friends in high school, Chad. Uh, he he comes from a very Southern Baptist family, very just like, this, this, they are like the, the cookie cutter, like, you know, full house type of family. Oh, just okay. so saccharine. It's like, oh gosh, <laughs> gee, well. So he had never God seen he had never seen a boob until he was my roommate. Oh boy! And I'm like, because I like my parents got me a subscription to Playboy when I was 18. Because they're like, well, your dad had one, so here you oh, go. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you're the coolest parents ever. Right? Oh yeah, but they had good articles. So yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. But I had like a stash of them in our dorm room, and he like I came back to the room, and he had found the stash. He's like. Oh my god This is what they look like Oh my god And he's in college he Yeah no So he was very innocent Very innocent And but So he had never really seen He like I think Scream 2 Was also his first introduction To horror films And we're like Dude We don't have our parents around We don't have everybody Telling us no Alright Let's go to movie <laughs> gallery telling us no Let's go to movie gallery And let's just rent A whole stack of tapes And we, that's what we did We just watched like You know All of those Like Exorcist Omen You know Jason, all of those. Yeah. We just what we spent the whole like weekends just watching all of those. We just had like a pile of just binge watching. Fun as hell. Oh, we had so much fun. Of course, you did. we had so much fun. I, I was back home for my twentieth reunion this year, and yeah, he and I went out one night just go watch movies. We were just talking about like, dude, that's how we all got. That's how I got started on horror was doing this with you. Yeah. We're just like. Do you have a favorite horror movie? 
Yeah, I, I don't have a favorite favorite, but I was saying like my top five that I usually name are like um, Omen, Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. First one. Yeah, original. first one. Absolutely. It's just like, oh my god, that yeah. movie it just oh. it still makes you feel uneasy oh. watching that. Jesus. Rest uh, in peace, Toby Yeah, no kidding. Uh, and Gunnar Hansen, yeah. Engine Side Out. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's see, Nightmare on Elm Street three. Three. Yeah. Because I, I think that's the one where it like really hit its stride. Okay. Uh, especially after two, because two was just like, yeah, what? Yeah, <laughs> it was very odd. Yeah. yeah. And um, what was okay? I lost track. Um, Halloween. Original. The original Halloween. Yeah. I mean, that's what started the whole slasher. What did you really. think of the new Halloween? I enjoyed it. I did too. I, I had fun. I did I had too. fun. I think that's my third favorite in the entire franchise, yeah. minus the Rob Zombie ones. Yeah. 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 Did you like the Rob Zombie ones? I did, I actually. Loved them. I, I, I know people are so like split on that, but I, I really why. enjoyed them. I really enjoyed them. I don't know why. People are like, oh, you know, I, I, I really care less about Michael Myers' <laughs> backstory. Why are you whispering now? I'm good for it. <laughs> yeah. She's saying if we want more coffee. I'm good yeah. for it now, though. You sure? Yeah. You got, yeah. Got just a lot of sugar and half and half. Cream and half and half. Yeah. Thank you. Cream. Oh, wait. You know what? I have to, in 10 minutes, wait. I'll go do Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, so, so it's, um, yeah, I agree. Uh, well, like I was saying, I think it's my third favorite in the Halloween franchise. Yeah. The original, then part two, then the newest one. It was just, it was it fun. It was really good. It didn't take itself seriously. It, it did. It was like, and I, I, I especially love the kid clipping his toenails. I was like, that that, <laughs> yes. scene, that kid was hysterical. That yeah. kid is going to go play. That kid has like natural comedic He's, talent. I'm that, like, that wow. That kid's going to be at Great timing. Monster Mania. Oh, he is. There's a whole bunch of people from the new Halloween movie. Heck Monster yes. Yeah. Oh, I can't. But not New Jersey HorrorCon. Oh. But you will be at New Jersey HorrorCon. Yeah, I'll be at the okay, showboat yeah. in Atlantic City. Yeah. And shout out to Ryan because I think this might, I could be wrong, but I think this is the seventh <clears throat> one that he's done. Mm-hmm. And I haven't missed one yet. I go twice. Twice a year he does them, and we go every single time. Awesome! And he's done a great job every time. This is the second time he's going to be at the showboat in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. Last time we, we got a, a room in the hotel, and we stayed there for the whole weekend. It was me, my daughter, and Nikki, and it was awesome. Oh, these these conventions are so much fun. I am just I'm loving them. Yeah. I am loving doing I these mean, things. It's 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 a it's a place where you can. Be the horror nerd, yeah. and you can just do whatever, and no one looks at you weird no. because that's what you're doing. That's what everyone's doing. I, I love it. I, I have so much fun with everybody too. It's like me too. I, I've I've done karaoke with people. Mm-hmm. Just hung out at the bars. I like when I was up in Chicago from Mad Mon- not Mad Mon- uh, Days of the Dead. They uh, had a burlesque show one night. I'm like, sure, I'll go to that. Yeah. Is that the one where we were talking before we recorded where you met Steve Rouse back? No, that was um, that was Parahorikon up in Buffalo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was recent. Yeah, that was back in August. Oh, okay. So yeah. it was summertime, so it yeah. wasn't freezing cold. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I met Steve Rouse back. Like, who yeah. Was I was like, yeah, he, he played Charlie Manson. Oh, it's, it's so it's so cool meeting these guys. Because yeah. like, these are like the guys I grew up watching. And Same so it's here. just like, oh, my God. And they're so cool. It's like, you know, especially like uh, Bill Mosley. I mean, he's just, I Bill's met, great. I met him, it was, was it? Love you, Bill. <laughs> yeah, Bill, Bill is great. Um, it was at, I think it was Monster Mania. Was it mm-hmm. Monster Mania? The last one where I met him and it was the first, I, I always, because Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. Not oh. in a serious horror way. He but made that movie. Shop Top is the best because everyone, a lot of people were getting, you know, Otis stuff yeah. signed. And he's like, what's, I was like, Chop Top. I mean, he long. fully committed to that role. Right. I mean, he was just having a Chop blast. You could tell he was having a blast doing so that. So much fun. Yeah. So, like, he was like a bucket list guy to me. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just like the sweetest guy. He's yeah. just like he like John Cassier, all those guys. They're just like yes. As a matter of fact, John Cassier, who is the voice <clears throat> of the Crypt Keeper, he way back in one of my episodes, I met him and I asked him to do like a little drop. But you know, oh yeah. Like, so he's in the Crypt Keeper voice, like hey, welcome to the Brooklyn Plaster in, in in the voice. Oh so god, he's done something for the podcast. Oh yeah, like I fanboy out with yeah. certain things. You know, like I've met. 
a whole bunch of different Jasons. Oh yeah, Kane. I mean, Kane's great. Kane, he's hilarious. Yeah, Kane's a he good is hilarious. Dude. Yeah, I met C.J. Graham. I met R. Yeah. Raymond, um which I'm glad. Um, I got to meet Ted White, who was Jason in the final chapter, mm-hmm. who was who used to be a stuntman for. John Wayne. He has like mm. over 200 credits to his name. Yeah. But he's known to be Jason from Final Chapter. Yeah. But what was sad is that rest in peace Steve Dash, who yeah. is Jason from Part 2, who just recently passed away. And I, I'm glad I got a chance to meet him. Yeah. But, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I wish I could have met Steve. Yeah, the only... Yeah, I regret... The first, I think maybe the three years ago was like the first horror convention I ever went to, but I'll never get a chance to meet who I would love to would be uh, Betsy Palmer, mm-hmm. the mother from the original Friday the 13th, and Richard Brooker, who played Jason in part three, but they both passed, so, eh, you know. I guess They're he, all great people, though. They are. It's like, it's like yeah. Robert England, he's awesome. Yeah, I never met him yet. He's I mean, a he's been at conventions, but there's always yeah. like, so much line or whatever. Oh, I know. One day, one day, I'll, 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 I'll get to him. It was probably like, that was like my first convention where I met him was when I did Mad Monster Party last year in Arizona. And like Damien, my director, and I were sitting at the table. It's like after the convention ended, we're all like in there getting dinner, waiting for Rice to go to the airport. And Robert's sitting at the table behind us talking with like, uh, like Nancy's mom and like some of the other cast members. And he's just doting on them. He's like, oh, it's, you're just so talented and you're so wonderful. And it's like, but it was so weird having like Freddy Krueger right behind right. us just doting on the people he's killed. Yes. <laughs> It was so cool just yeah. seeing him in that way, yeah. just being so loving and sweet. And just, I was like, this is great. Like, 30 years later, he is just still just, like, chumming it up with these yeah. people. And it just, I, was, I love seeing that. Same here. Yeah. You, you know who's the, one of the greatest guys is Tony Moran, mm-hmm. who he was the only, the, like, in the original Halloween, after Loomis shoots him, you see his face. Yeah. That face is Tony Moran. Yeah. Nick Castle plays him mostly throughout the movie, but Tony Moran is the face of him. And I've met him a couple of times, and he was at the last New Jersey Horror Con yeah. showboat. We hung out all weekend long. Yeah. All weekend long. He'd be drinking, laughing. It was the best. He brought, I've told this story before, but he, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. We had just got there. It was a Friday night. And he's downstairs. The convention is over, but he's in the hotel, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we're hanging out. And he had met Nikki before, and he never met my daughter. And she had just turned nine. Yeah. So what happens is, is he's like, oh, what do you guys want to do? So like, I don't know. What do you want to do? So next thing you know, me, Nikki, and my daughter, and Tony Moran are walking through the Hot Rock Hotel in the casino. And he pulls it. He looks at me and he's like, "People give me money all the time at these places." He pulls fifty. <laughs> he pulls fifty dollars out of his wallet and he asks, and, and he asks my daughter to pick a slot machine to put the money in to uh-huh. place it. And if you win it, like happy birthday. And wound up like winning money and giving my daughter like a That's birthday. That's fantastic. I was like, yeah. like this is so cool. Like thirty. Like from Halloween, the face of Michael Myers. Now yes. he's like he's half drunk, but. He's like saying happy birthday to yeah. my daughter and like bringing her. It's, it's so cool. We made her like year probably. Yeah, and we still have like the little voucher. Like I'll, that's I'll, so I'll cool. Keep that stuff. Yeah. It's just Tony's become like a convention pal. Yeah. Yeah, Tony's that's so really cool. Amazing. That's so cool. No. Oh, I love doing karaoke. So good. <laughs> there's videos of me already doing karaoke. There's, there's, <laughs> the convention will be fun. I, like I said, Brian announced today that um, at one o'clock he's going to announce more people. But all right, nice. So, so, so let's go. So, so all right. So, all your Friday the Thirteenth, the Omen, and all that stuff. Yeah. Now we got sidetracked. <laughs> oh, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, you'll hear it. Um, so, how did you? Come across? How did you meet the director? Is it Damien Leone or Leone? Leone. That's what I thought. Yep. Okay. So, how did you meet him, and how did you get involved? Talk about what people really are listening for is yeah. the role of the Clown and Terrified. I know I'm like holding you hostage. No, I know. It's a turnabout's fair play, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I originally like came across like I had seen the film a few years prior to the audition because I, I was like I love anything with, like clowns anyway as like 
clowns have never scared me. I always just find them entertaining. And I, I saw like I remember seeing like a photo of this character online. I was like, I gotta see what this is about. And I like watched. Oh, this is awesome! What a cool character. He's like an evil Mr. Bean. I'm like, yeah, I was, yeah. I was like, I would <laughs> yeah. love to play this type of character. I was like, that would be awesome to have a character like that to play one day. And it was like, I had just gotten like I had finished touring with Grinch after my fifth year and I was like I decided to take a few months off just to just audition and just focus on auditioning and I had like been passed up for like a few different national tours I was like in the final final callbacks for several things and I was like good god well something just happened I was without a job and I came across this audition notice on a website called Actors Access and they were looking for a tall, skinny guy that has clowning experience or a physical comedy experience to play the quote-unquote role of a lifetime. And I'm like, oh, that sounds good. I see it's for the role of Art the Clown. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, holy shit. What? What? And so I'm like, I email like my, my reps and I'm like, submit me, submit me, submit me, push me for this one. Because I'm like, I know, I know. <coughs> I know I can nail this. I can knock this out of the park. I would get this. Yeah. They're like, okay, cool. So I get the audition, go in there, and I walk in the room, and I see all these people have got scripts. Where is this? Where is this it's audition taking place? here somewhere in Manhattan. Okay. It's like this like little office building or something like that, okay. as they do for usual auditions. And all these people are in there, and they got scripts, and they're all going over the lines. I'm like, I was never given a script. I'm like, oh, God, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And I'm like, I'm freaking out. And I'm like, how did you? They're like, oh, yeah, they sent us a script. And I'm like, ah, okay. So I go in the room. I'm like, so um, I never got a script. Is there any way I can get one so I can just look over stuff? And they're like, oh, you don't need one. I'm like, I don't. Yeah, like don't no, say it's a like word. art doesn't talk. I'm like, oh, I know that, but I just thought art doesn't scream. Yeah, art can stand. It doesn't make a. Pain. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. It's like, like, well, what do you want? Me art to? flips off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, this is okay. So what? What do you want me to do? I'm like, I wasn't told to like prepare anything. They're like, oh, just come up with a scene where you decapitate a guy. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. Can I have a few minutes just to think of something? Like, no, just do it off the top of your head. I'm like, okay. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 And so I, like, just off the top of my head, there's, like, a video online now of this audition. I think Damien released about a month or so ago. And I just, I, like, sneak up behind this guy, knock him out, caught off, like, get like uh, my saw on my bag cut off his head pick up the head like bathe in some of the blood and like taste the blood don't like it take out a salt shaker <laughs> season it taste it like it give a thumbs up and just skip out on my merry way nice <laughs> and they were just cracking up by the end of it and they're like so you want to come in for a makeup test wow and I'm like yeah, sure. So you put yeah, so that's awesome. All about the salt. Yeah, seasoning. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's what got it for me. And it's like I, I basically walked out of that room knowing I had the role. And I was like, that's amazing. But it's like this is why I always tell people it's important for actors to take classes in improv because you just never know when they're going right. to throw something like that at you. And I, I had to just come, just go with whatever. I'm like, I didn't plan any of that. It just all just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Oh, okay, that was all living up in my head. I think I need to go to a therapist. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Yeah. Everybody thinks crazy stuff. It's yeah, if you act it out in real life, that's a different thing. Oh, the fun thing was, I didn't really know for sure that I had the role though for a few months, and I go in there for the makeup test finally, where they like do a mold of my face and everything like that, and they put a, a test mask on. Those like they had molded off Mike Ginelli, the original Art's face, right. just to see how I would look. And I'm like, I'm in it, and they're like, so you're ready to film? I'm like, so I have the role? I'm like, oh yeah, you've had it for months. I'm like, oh, wow. no one told me. No one told you, so this yeah. entire time you're thinking in your head, like, I don't know if I have it, but the entire yeah. time you, you had it, and you didn't yeah. realize it. Yeah, like, the agent I had at the time just never told me, and I'm like, did you fire him? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Wow. 
Very cool. What an amazing story. It was wild. Yeah. It was crazy. It was like this. It's like the role. It was, it was right. It's the role of a lifetime. Yeah. How long did this movie take <clears> to film? Well, originally it was supposed to take like six weeks. Right. But we had some various setbacks and stuff like that because, like, we were a small, low-budget film. It's all on Staten Island, right? Ah, uh, Staten Island, New Jersey. We uh, okay. we had original location in New Jersey and some stuff I don't want to get into because I don't want the guy that <laughs> that owned the building to come after us. But uh, stuff happened, and so we had to go somewhere else to film. Because like what, the building where you do all the killing and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that building looked exactly like that. That was not... Set dressing. That was like that bathroom was that nasty. That that that. (laughs) So yeah, we ended up like filming out there, and then we had to take a few months off just raise some more money, and then we ended up finishing the rest of the film out there in Staten Island. Staten Island is like on Staten Island is where the pizzeria is, right? No, the pizzeria is actually on Long Island. That's a Deer Hills Pizza. Okay, what yeah. is it called? Deer Hills Pizza. Okay. Yeah, they recently, I think, changed owners or something like that. But okay. it's still out there. They just remodeled the insides and stuff like that. But okay. Yeah, so we filmed that that scene out there in Long Island. Filmed some other small scenes at, like, one of our producers' uh, garages and stuff like that. Like, like the truck goes through that was filmed out there. But, like, right. like the, the tunnel scenes and stuff like that were out there. And uh, the, the, the cutting... Part of the cutting the body in half scene was out there in Staten Island too. That was over at Seaview Mental Hospital, which is yeah, that's a freaky place. Yeah, very freaky place. You know, it's like we were down there in the TB tunnels where they brought all the dead bodies and stuff like that. Really? So yeah, that was, is your access to that? Like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Damien's mom was working there at the time, so that's how we got in there. Okay. But yeah, but, like the building we were in was like badly damaged by the hurricane a few years ago. So it's like it's abandoned building. So like we're in the furnaces and stuff like that. So it's like oh we're we see bones on the ground and stuff like that. We're like who are we breathing in right now? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Totally worked. I mean, it was freaky. That place was freaky. There's like one night where like our while they were filming on set, like um, our makeup girl and I decided to go like explore the tunnels a little bit. And we're it's like two o'clock in the morning. And we're down there, and we hear, like, this voice, like, this female voice mumbling to itself. And you hear, like, these, like, footsteps of, like, someone shuffling around, like, ten feet in front of us. We're like, the only other female that's here is on set right now. Right. There's no one down here. Oh, maybe there is someone. Yeah. We're like, we're, we're not going to go see what that is. Because it's like, it, it sounded like someone was in pain. They were just like, uh, we're like, nope, 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 nope. And I was on like full makeup and everything. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Nope. No, nope. That's, that's crazy. Nope. How, how long every day did you have to go through makeup? How long did it oh, so usually about four hours. Sometimes more because <coughs> Damien would, did my makeup. So he would have to like do a little bit of my makeup and then go film, come back and do some more, go film some more. And so it's like sometimes I, I remember like one or two nights I'd be get in the chair at four o'clock in the afternoon, didn't get out of the chair until eight o'clock, and then I had to film for the rest of the night. So it was a process. It was a process. Huh. But you know, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> That's what I had to keep telling myself: it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> right. So, like, as far as like, <clears throat> obviously, you don't you don't say a word. You don't even make a noise. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. Like, you get stabbed, and you there's, there's nothing comes out of your mouth. Nope. Nothing. Nope. So, I mean, obviously. Can you even direct that stuff? Is that all improv? Is that it's, it's got to be all improv? No? A lot was improv. Yeah. How about you flip, flipping off? Flipping that was around? a happy accident. That was. Uh, a, yeah, I, I was joking around with Samantha. It was like they had already said cut, but they didn't stop rolling film, and so she was coming back to the set, and I just flicked her off just to joke around with her, and they caught it on film. And oh, that's the crew. So cool. The crew awesome. just busted out laughing. We'd done that scene a few times, and they just died laughing. Yeah. And like George, our DP, is like, I think we got that. 
I think we got that done. He goes back and like we got done on film. And like Damien's like we're keeping that. You have to keep. We're that. keeping you that. Get <laughs> in your foot, and she runs, and it goes to you, and yeah. you flip her off as she's running away. Yeah, it, it was it was just so organic. It was, it was yeah. just like it was just it's in the okay. moment. I was just joking around mm-hmm. and like yeah, I was like yeah, that works. Yeah. It was these little things that I totally appreciated yeah. in the movie. Like you, you kind of took things to a different place, and like yeah. somehow I'm like, I catch that, but I loved, I right. loved that scene. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has personality yeah, to it. It did. It's absolutely yeah. With, like I've I've watched it. I watched it about eight times. Mm-hmm. Twice it sounds ridiculous. Twice, <laughs> so no, like six times with like no sound because it would be like late and she'd be sleeping or whatever. So I would just have it on and I would just, and I would just be watching it though. Yeah, but 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 it also I, I, and I just I just watched your movements and all that stuff and then but the first time I watched it was was with volume and. I was like, holy shit, didn't see it coming. Art the Clown has a gun in his clown Where else would I keep it? I know, it's in your clown shoe, which is just funny in and of itself. But it's like, all right, you're pretending right now, like, all right, she's beating you up with the stick, with the board, and you might be pretending a little bit, but I don't know, because you have this clown mannerisms. And then Act you two. just and then you bang and you shoot at him. I'm just like he has a gun. Like it's just so unexpected for the clown to have a yeah. like a real gun. That was a fun scene to do too. I was like when we did that, I was like I'm like this is gonna people are gonna be so pissed off when I do this. They're gonna because they're not gonna expect it. They are not gonna expect that. I thought it was awesome. I'm like yeah. holy shit. I felt like I felt like such a badass doing that too. The dolph. Yeah, I was like, I love. I was like, like, can we do that again? I just want to do it again. Because yeah. <laughs> it was, we actually had blanks in there, so that was I really got to fire that gun. I was like, oh, this yeah, is nice. Good. This is fun. Yeah, this is fun. This is crazy. <laughs> so now that once once the movie was all done, it, it went to a couple of film festivals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we like that's why people are so confused about when it was released because some yes. people re- right. say it's like and done in what 2016. Yeah, but we we actually really finished filming in 2017 okay. because we came back and like we did our first like film festival. We showed a rough cut of it at Telluride, Colorado, in 2016. Okay. And that's why people say 2016 on some of these things because that's where it first debuted. But like that was a rough cut, and okay. we. Went back and added new things. Some new ki- we added in like the, the hacksaw, not the hacksaw scene, but like where I hack off the head. Of With the, the knife in the head. Yeah, we so added I, that. Yeah, in. That was crazy too. Because I'm yeah. looking at it, I'm like, I'm like, he did that for leverage. Yeah, yeah. just <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's awesome. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, she's good. She's good. Yeah. So yeah, we added that, and then we added the whole morgue scene too, because we're like, because the audience there wanted a little bit more. Like, was it is they wanted to set up a sequel or something like that? So like, okay, well let's set up the sequel then. Right. That, so. that, last, that last scene. Yeah. We was, we kind of left like I was like, what just happened? What just happened? Yeah. Something did happen. Something, Something happened. did happen. And that's how yeah, and that's what we're going to start exploring more in the future. Right. Films. See, see, because yeah. yeah, because I was watching. I'm like, okay, well, he put a gun in his mouth. Yeah. And he blows the top of his head off. And you see that in the morgue scene where you see like the bits. You of see the, it flapping. Yeah. You see, I noticed that too. I see it eight times. Because I've seen, yeah, I've seen people like on the message reports. Oh, he probably faked his death. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. you see the exit hole mm-hmm. <laughs> in the morgue scene. It's he really did blow his brains so, out. So there is. So is there? I mean, I don't know if, if you even know at this point. Is it, what is the backstory of him? Uh huh. You do know. I do know. Can you divulge? No. You're not allowed to? No. Are you passing with no. me? <laughs> I know, but I can't say. Uh, but I, I like to say, like, Terrifier is kind of, a lot of ways a bit of his origin, too, because you're seeing how he truly becomes Art the Clown. Mm-hmm. Right. This is like, it's like maybe more he was just a man in this, and then he's become something else. Right. So it's like, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. So it's yeah. like, because you, you see in, like, the originals, like, All Hallows Eve and stuff like that. 
he, he actually has like supernatural abilities and stuff like that so he can actually there's some stuff in there that like not physically possible you know that happens so it's like we want to show how that all progresses and stuff okay. like that so yeah so is, is there a script yet is yeah there, yeah is? Damien's almost finished writing it so he's like awesome. doing the rough draft it's, he's he's actually probably having to pare it down now because I think he's all, like over 130 pages into it he's like oh god I'm gonna probably have to cut some of this yeah. how many, I, like how many pa- see I don't know from this like how many pages is Terrifier yeah Terrifier was I think if I remember it was between 60 to 80 pages okay yeah so I'm gonna like yeah so he's going yeah yeah, then we added more to it as we went along. We're just like, the original script, then we just added more, but... <laughs> Is there a working title? Or is it just Terrifying 2? I have no idea. <laughs> There's he's, he's told me some of the stuff he's doing in it, but he wants to surprise me when I read it. He wants me to come over and read it in front of him so I can see my reaction, and then we'll go out and discuss it. So he's left a lot of things to so surprise for me, too. Well, so he should, because it's yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah but, like, the stuff I already know that we're putting in the film, I'm already excited about filming some of those scenes, because he's, he's already told me there's he's given... He's some of these scenes. He's giving me a lot of room just to play around with some stuff. That's I'm like, a good thing. Yes, that's good. Yes, just experiment and just play. Yeah, because I think that's that's how we worked really well with each other. Because like there were some scenes, like where I'm shooting Jenna in the face and stuff like that, right. where he's like he he told me exactly what he wanted me to do down to like the angle I tilted my head and stuff like that. He's like, I want this, no expression, you know, no emotion, right. nothing. I just want you dead face, just serious. And you were. I, yeah. I know the exact scene, sure. Yeah. There were scenes like that where he knew exactly what he wanted me to do. You know, just how he wanted me to hold my hand, stuff like that. And With a scalpel like that. Yeah. Like that whole, yeah. And at first I'm like, why am I doing this? And I'm like, oh, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's freaky. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I trust you, man. I trust you. And the other scenes, he's like, like the pizzeria scene, he's like, just play that we'll was all your whole yeah. improv with your whole... Yeah, especially all the faces and stuff like that. Yeah. You're just like, just play around with it and see what you come up with. Nice. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was an uncomfortable... I think mm-hmm. you got the feeling of being uncomfortable, being that the actress and looking at yeah. you and like, looking at yeah. him and see your face. I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, honestly, that's also... It's, it's, that's a real experience that especially women here, especially here in New York City, experience with people. Yeah. Like on the subway, I like some of my and friends. It takes place at like two o'clock in the morning or something like that. Yeah, it's Halloween night, and you're in a little. That's street freaky. And no one's around, and here's you. Yeah, just this walks guy in. walks in with this huge with trash bag. <laughs> yeah, filled with all sorts of that you don't know what's in that. Right. <laughs> well, you actually see a little bit of what's in the bag. Yeah, in the beginning. What, like, well, also when he's you know torturing um, Tara, yeah, he's like you see he's got all his tools dumped out and stuff like uh-huh. that. So you see a little bit of what's in there. Yeah, yeah, it's all of his toys. Yeah, yeah, and maybe some other things too. Yeah. Maybe a late night snack. Maybe, maybe you're, maybe. <laughs> The friggin' horn that you start honking at. Yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna become a thing. It's gonna oh, yeah. be a thing at a convention one day. So yeah. Oh, I, I bring the horn with me to conventions. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Do you bring your little hat? Yep. You do? I bring the hat and the horn. That's awesome. Yeah. That's all you need is the hat and the horn. Yeah, I figure if I, because I, sometimes I do photo ops, it just depends if they can bring Damien up, because Damien has to do my makeup. I was like, I'm not going to let someone else do my makeup. It's no. got to be Damien. That's, that's an agreement we've made with each other. So if I can't do that, then I at least have the horn and the hat so I can take photos with people and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Because it's just like what Robert does with the glove. He yeah. brings his glove with him. So I'm like, yeah. So yeah. it works. That's what works. I saw that they they made a group on Facebook, the Art the Clown Appreciation yeah. Society. And yeah, yeah. And there's somebody who created a sticker, and it says Art the Clown Appreciation Society. And in the middle of the sticker is a horn. Yep. Yeah, very yep. cool. It's his, thing. it's his thing. It's his thing. It's awesome. Yeah, I so, love it. <laughs> so when is let's let's plug mm-hmm. when is the New Jersey Horror Con? Hold on. I think I know it's hard, but yeah. That's showboat, right? Yeah. Yes, that's a showboat. I'm doing so many conventions this year. You're gonna have a great time. Oh, I'm loving it. You will. I am loving it. Yeah, I'm doing uh, next week. I go down to Atlanta to do uh, Days of the Dead. 
Awesome. Yeah, I got two conventions in February already. I'm doing going up to Edmonton, Canada to so do plugged. one. Do you know exactly when they are? Or yeah, um, Edmonton is going to be. So uh, all you Canadians, yeah. listen up. <laughs> I'm going to be up in Edmonton um, Valentine's Day weekend. So awesome. I'll be yeah, I'm going up there, and then like the next weekend, I'm going to be down in Charlotte, North Carolina, to do um, Mad Monster Party down there. And after that, so many more. I can't. There's so many. I can't even keep them all straight in my head. I need. I just need to make but a that's list. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's really good. I'm, I'm at least doing one convention that. a month all the way through at least October. I think. That's great. So yeah, I'm, and they'll keep coming. You make another one, they'll keep coming. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Get to travel. You get to travel. You meet people who yeah. want to meet you. Yeah, so much as beats waiting tables. I tell you that. You're damn right. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lot of these people. It's like you know, a, a lot of. Like these actors and actresses that were in these '80s slash movies, they make a legit living by just doing conventions. Yeah, like they don't do movies anymore. They just yeah, all over the place. Oh, I want to do movies too. Don't. No, 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 no,
I, I consider Bill to be my clown brother from another mother. So yeah. it's like <laughs> I haven't met him yet, but I'm like I can't wait. You to will. Meet you'll him meet him at one, one of these conventions. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Hang out and you'll. I mean, Bill. He, I mean, he's done some wonderful things with that role. I'm just like, I'm, because people are like, oh, what do you think? I'm like, I love it because I think they're expecting me to, you know, trash talk it. I'm like, no, why would you? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. I love the new hit movie. Yeah, my daughter loves it. Oh, by the way, before I forget, because you remember. My daughter Alexa, shout out to my little girl. She said that when you do the podcast with you, to tell him what she say that he was that he was really cool and that she enjoyed because my daughter seen. Yeah, my daughter seen terrified. So so I told her that I would let you know. So I had to do that. Yeah. Well, consider yourself hugged. <laughs> and you know what? You'll meet her too because you'll meet her at the showboat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. so cool. Yeah, we'll, I can't wait. Can't wait to meet you. So I will. Uh, it's Friday, March 29th through Sunday, March 31st at. The showboat in Atlantic City, the New Jersey Horrorcon, will be there. You know, we'll get we'll get the hotel. It's going to be fun. I love it. Oh yeah, I, I usually do a little bit of Queen myself, so yeah. I'm not mad at Queen. Yeah, no, you can't. I just I was, watched Bohemian Rhapsody the other night. I still haven't like, seen it yet, but like two nights ago, I was I was singing another one by Sadas. Like, oh, so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, Such I'm sure. a, oh, so good. I grew good. up on listening to Queen. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Freddie Mercury. You can't beat him. Can't beat him. Can't beat him. Can't. Can't beat him. It was like that. That dude was talented. Yeah. Real talent there. Oh, Rami was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I just like him. It's yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I got my SAG screener of it because I missed seeing it when it was in theaters. It's like, dang it. Yeah. So I got. I was like, yes. So you it was so good. Yeah. So good. He did such a great. I mean, he nailed it. Nailed the role. Nice. Which is yeah. No, nah, if, you, if, you, nah, if you're portraying an icon like him. Yeah, that I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Awesome shit, man. Yeah. So now, do you want, where can people follow you, <clears throat> uh, all that stuff, like your Instagram? Yeah, stuff, yeah. I'm, people know. Let I'm people on, know where they can get in touch with Arthur Clown. If, if you want to be harassed by Yeah, people. I get harassed. <laughs> yeah, I just got off Facebook jail the other day, so. I, so <laughs> yeah, you messed yeah, me yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of speak my mind, so you know, so I, I probably turned off a few people, but oh well. Oh, wow. <laughs> Screw them. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. You know, I, 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 I speak my mind. I can't help it. But yeah, you can find me on like Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram under some variation of David Howard Thornton. Okay. It's like I can't keep them all straight in my head, but you'll find me on. Yeah. There, yeah. Cool. I said probably the best place is Twitter for me because I can add as many people as I want. Because I didn't realize like both Facebook and Instagram had limits on how many people you'd follow, and I'm like, that's so. Because I want to Instagram. Yeah, seven thousand five hundred. Really? Yep. Yeah. Is how many you can follow? Yeah. Yeah. But what about people following you? That, that's as many. It's yeah. Like, Lady Gaga has like thirty yeah. million or something. Yeah. Okay. But you can only follow 7,500. What a weird number. Yeah, 7,500 is a weird number. I'm like, what? I don't follow, but I think I follow like 72 people. Yeah. But I, I tried to usually follow everybody that followed me, and then I'm like, oh, now I can't follow people. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well. But yeah, Twitter, I can follow as many people as I want. So I'm like, okay, follow yeah, me on there. I'll follow you. Up too, and that was just yeah. on a whim. That was, you know, yeah. I was trying to get in touch with Damien. And then I saw that he had retweeted something of yours. I saw that you were very active. So that's when I... Yeah, I, I try to interact as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, It, like it can I be said, a little bit overwhelming at times, but, you know. I guess I caught you at a good time. It was late night because I worked yeah. until late. I worked until 1130. So I hit you up, and then it was, like, by, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We had this already set. Yeah, I'm so, a night owl, so... <laughs> me too. Me too. I like the night. Yeah. So... It worked out good, man. It was a pleasure to sit down and oh, talk to such you. Such a pleasure to talk to you Very too. Awesome. This was fun. Get a couple of pictures and yeah, definitely. And, and I won't hold your hostage anymore. <laughs> Play some video games. <laughs> Whatever it is. I'm a big kid. I can't help it. Listen, I'm not horror movie stuff. I, I collect. We Funko Pops and toys. Oh yeah. Pops yeah. and toys. I cannot wait. Yeah, something. Yeah, Funko Pop, get on this. I mean, NECA, get on it too. Fully articulated. God, I, I want, I want. That's been a dream of mine to have my own action figure one day. So I'm just like, oh, I'll be so happy. I'll be so happy. You'll have it. My inner six year old will be like, yeah, yeah, me too. I'm like seven years old all the time. Before you have a 
Yeah. Yeah, sure. I can't take it off. Okay. <laughs> 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 things aren't going to make sense. You're going to start snipping and correct. I was watching, watching some of your voiceovers. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Because they were so good. And when you did it in 10 minutes, 110 minutes. Yeah, that was crazy. Marvin the Martian. Oh, my favorite. That was my favorite one. Oh, my, yes. Where's the kaboom? Did you have any influence by In Loving Color or Jim Carrey? Oddly enough, years ago, they tried to do an In Loving Color reboot. I think it was back in 2012. They reached out to me, and they're like, this because like one of the people at Fox, I think he was like the the assistant to Marlon Wayans, saw my that that very same video, and he like, have you ever thought about doing comedy? I'm like, I've done comedy my whole life. It's like, well, we're doing auditions for Love Color. Marlon wants to see you come up with some characters real quick. Can you send us a, like a reel of you just doing characters? So I'm like, oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, Jim Carrey was a huge influence on me. I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I watched In Living Color like crazy back in the day. I was like, that's when he was known as the white guy. Oh yeah, and that's what they were wanting. They're like, stood out like yeah, stood out on that show like crazy. Oh, what he became, God, like, unbelievable. Yes. Oh my God, yeah, everything from Fire Marshal Bill to yeah. you know all that is all of that. animated, you know, just the ballerina it's, outfit, it's right. <laughs> which he did in Ace Ventura as well. So yes. it's like it's like it's so good. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that was like so surreal knowing that like the Wayans had seen my work. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. It's weird, right? Now if they'd like spoof me in another like scary movie movie, I would be so happy. They might. Yes. Yeah, you never know. You never know, man. Hey, Marlon, get on it. Marlon, <laughs> smart up, Marlon. I'll, I'll even play like a variation of myself. I don't care. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> it's all about you, man. Yeah, fun doing. Yeah. Listen, you know, we started this out with you know you uh, you know a little scrawny kid being bullied in Alabama. Yeah. With braces. To, to where you're at now and it's awesome man. yeah surreal more power to you and, and congratulations <sighs> thank you I was saying to Jim earlier big things for this character and uh, acting in the future I hope yeah. so because it was, it was really really thank you thank yeah. you we'll see it's an exciting journey to be on right now I'm just sure. like this is crazy enjoy it I am awesome thank, thank you. you thank, thank you, you. <laughs> and uh, so we'll, see, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see you at uh New Jersey already. Yeah. And good luck with all your other conventions coming up. Thank you. Uh, We're over here now.